Hey, Rachel. Hey, Brian. So how was your week? I mean, how are you feeling? I, I don't even know where to begin. It's a nightmare. I mean, obviously, we're dealing with the coronavirus, but you'd also think that in the midst of a global pandemic, that New York could maybe postpone the banning of plastic bags. Yeah, we, we can't even have we can't have nice things. We can't even have a plastic bag. I mean, these poor grocery store employees, they have to now either touch other people's disgusting, unwashed canvas bags or just leave it to us, the clueless masses, to slowly pack our stuff in the bags that we remember to bring while the long line winds around the block and everybody gives each other coronavirus. That's it's right. A, it's a disaster. Right. They're missing the forest for the trees. <laughs> That's yes. the worst thing about the <laughs> coronavirus is the plastic bags. Okay, we're going to shut that down. And a lot more. This is Nope. The podcast where we shut it down. My name is No. My sign is No. My number is No. You need to let it go. You need to let it go. Need to let it go. Okay, well, you know. On the one hand, we don't want to make too much light of the coronavirus because it is uh, deadly for many people and it could uh, rock the economy. On the other hand, why are we here if not to point out the crazy hypocrisies and lunacy of this unprecedented plague? Yeah, and that's not to say we don't take it seriously. I mean, we are recording remotely right now because we are lifelong believers, if nothing else, in social distancing. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. Is that, is that one of our core... That's one of our core values, <laughs> social distancing. I'm trying to avoid the subway at all costs. I'm doing the elbow tap. Are you doing like the toe tap to greet people, yeah, the wu- Brian? Yeah, the, 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 the Wuhan shake. I was on the subway this morning. It was mostly empty. It was a delight. Yes. So if you watch uh, Fox News... Um, or Yeah, or listen to Donald Trump, you'd think that this is all a hoax perpetrated on the public by the Democrats, even though several Republicans are now under self-quarantine after they, quote, came into contact with an infected attendee at CPAC, which is that conservative circle jerk that recently took place in Maryland. Um, so, Brian, what do you think came into contact means? Is it just shaking hands or is it like something more illicit happening in the I mean, sometimes these things happen, you know, here these conferences, all kinds of things happen at the bar afterwards, back in the hotel room. I mean, I want to know what Ted Cruz was doing with what's the new chief of staff's name? Oh, um, lady, the new one. Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. Yeah. What were Ted Cruz and Mark Meadows doing that they compromised their immune systems and somehow gave each other coronavirus? <laughs> they came into contact. I don't know. It sounds so scandalous. It sounds like I, I don't know what they were doing, but um, I want to know like what they were doing and who is this infected attendee? Shouldn't people be told in case they also came into contact with this person? He was obviously he or she. There's a patient's. There's a patient zero there, and it's probably Rush Limbaugh. Probably. I mean, it's like, you know it wasn't a Democrat or a member of the media because they're be- they're like closing ranks and protecting this person. Like the, the whistleblower must be exposed, but this person running around <laughs> infected with a deadly virus. Oh, no, that must be kept confidential. <laughs> that- well, it's not Adam Schiff. We kn- it's not Adam Schiff. We know right. That. If it was Adam Schiff, we would know. <laughs> so anyway, so among those in quarantine as we speak are some of the biggest MAGA insaniacs in the world. There's Ted Cruz, 
news, Matt Gates, the same guy who wore a gas mask on the floor of the house last week to mock everybody who was worried about the coronavirus. There's also um, Doug Collins, as well as, you know, Mark Meadows, who we were just talking about, the brand new chief of staff who hasn't even started his new job since Mick Mulvaney <laughs> was abruptly fired last week. So it's all fake, yet it is all so very real. And Trump continues to hold rallies and shake everybody's hand because he's got dueling pathologies. There's narcissism that's fighting with germophobia, but narcissism wins every time. That is quite a diagnosis, Rachel. <laughs> Did you get out like DSM-5 or something to like consult? Uh, no. Well, I have an I have, I have an interesting take. So Trump, as you know, he I think we talked about this last week. He's our finest living epidemiologist, yes. um, second only to Byron Dye. And he uh, he knows he was a scientist. He could have been a scientist because his uncle was a professor at MIT, but of electrical engineering, right? <laughs> right. And uh, <laughs> and he says that he's he's perfect. He has says he hasn't touched his face in weeks, but he says, "quote I miss it." He misses touching his own face. Um, he misses this it? guy is so like he misses his own face. <laughs> okay, so it. who is touching like, his face? Who's putting on that orange Bronx makeup? Not, Bronx colors? Not, not Melania. No. Not Melania. I'll tell you that. But okay, so he's obviously very in control of his like involuntary things. Like we all touch our face, we don't even notice. But then two weeks ago, there was a picture. Remember, we had these terrible Nashville tornadoes. Mm-hmm. He went to go visit the site of the destruction, and there is very clearly. 100% a picture of him where he wet his pants. There's a view from behind and right in the crotch, like underneath his buttocks, there is a, a big wet patch. So my question is, how does he have so much control over the top half of his body None and of no the control bo- over the bottom <laughs> half of his body? I mean, I, I don't want to make fun of like, incontinence but and i also hate playing this game but like could you imagine if hillary clinton ever like pissed herself like we would never hear the end of it <laughs> if she even like had a little spittle on her the corner of her mouth it would be like a national scandal no, and here he's just yeah, pissing left and pissing right left and right i, I mean that is just <laughs> truly <laughs> truly horrifying i think no there's been okay. a lot of like photos of his bunched up pants like he's apparently wearing adult diapers not that there's anything wrong with that i'm not i'm no we have a great company dra called hazel that has uh it's uh adult diapers uh optimized for fit form and function for today's mature woman and they're amazing okay he should wear those he, should... he is today's mature woman. he should wear those um <laughs> Okay, but back to the... Okay, more. do you have any more corona news? I do, I do. So, um, you know, I want to... This is news you can use. I want to talk about how we can protect ourselves (laughs) from the coronavirus. I've been hand-washing nonstop. My hands are, like, basically, like, they have no skin left on them. They are open wounds, (laughs) meat puppets. And um, until this thing sent us all into, like, a hand-washing tailspin... I had no idea how little most people knew about the process of washing their hands. I mean, it seems fairly it's pretty, elementary. It's pretty basic, yeah. But right? soap, yes. water, wash. But yet, haven't you seen like a million tutorials spring up all over the internet? There's YouTube videos, TikTok, PSAs, Instagram stories about the right methods to wash the hands. Wait, I want to. 
I want to know what the wrong method is. I mean, the one I've heard is you don't do it long enough, right. right? But now I'm hearing like, oh, it doesn't have to be hot water. Like that advice, where have you been all my life? The hot water is the problem. Like you have to wait for the hot water and then it gets too hot and you got to put on the cold to balance it out. Right. So I learned something from these. Right. And you have to get in between the fingers and under the nails. I think- and the web, yeah, the, the webbing, webbing and the, the webbing, and also there's spots that people miss, like on the backs of their hands. Oh yeah, nobody washes the backs. But you have to like wash the, the backs. You have to wash. So that's a full surgeon treatment. Now, what did they tell you? I heard that there's a, a, some songs you can sing. You to can give sing you the right "Happy Birthday," which is really odd. I mean, just singing "Happy Birthday" in the bathroom. I heard you have to restaurant. sing it twice. You have to sing it twice. <laughs> <laughs> or or the ABCs twice. So you can yeah. do that. So look, we are learning from this. This is a public service. It is. It is. But we're also learning other things that are more alarming. Like there are some people who don't believe in washing their hands at all. Like there was this video that surfaced of this Fox and Friends garbage monster host named Pete Hedgeseth. And he said that he hasn't washed his hands in 10 years and that he doesn't believe in germs because he can't see them. Okay, the germ theory of disease has been accepted as fact since the 1850s with the work of Louis Pasteur. So upon seeing this video, I was gobsmacked, flabbergasted, bewildered, and it was just like, a nope to end all nopes. I, I'm trying to think, like, does he, God forbid he gets a real disease, does he think it's like an, a little critter inside of him that he can see that's causing an illness? Like, what what does he think? If, the if, vapors if and the biles? In the... the vapors <laughs> and the biles? I don't know. Leeches? I don't know. Bad blood? But all we know okay. is that pretty soon he's going to be leading the, like, the administration's he's response. The surgeon general. He's going to be he's the gonna surgeon general. He's going to be the new surgeon general and the head of the CDC. Yes. Fire Dr. Anthony Fauci and bring in this insane. And bring in this maniac. And it's we're joking, but that is literally what is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I hope you're almost done with these. You have I'm, one more, I'm think, almost right? done with this coronavirus <laughs> spectacular. But um, so while our government may have wildly botched the testing of humans for coronavirus, leading to the unchecked spread of the virus for an entire month. In Florida, they are offering free tests, not for humans, but for their meth. Methamphetamine. Their meth? Like crystal meth. Like crystal meth, yes. There was an article in a local Florida news outlet with the headline, Is your meth contaminated with coronavirus? <laughs> this police department will test it for free. So what happened here? Okay, so there's a police department... Wait. <laughs> We are, we are in we have enormous coronavirus testing shortages for actual human beings, and yet, who goes to the top of the list? The meth. <laughs> the meth. It's always the meth. It's, the, it's always the meth. <laughs> the meth is always given priority. Um, so the Atlantic Beach Police Department posted a PSA on their Facebook page saying that if you recently bought meth, it might be contaminated with coronavirus, and that you should bring it into the station to be tested for free. I'm sure it was a joke, but it is absolutely not funny. So nope to the Atlantic Beach Police Department. Nope to Pete Hedgeseth of Fox and Friends. Wash your fucking hands. Nope to these all the people who don't wash their hands nope to our incontinent president and nope to gathering <laughs> in large yep crowds to science. yep to science yep to science <laughs> just like pick some scientists who you trust and do what they say and nope to everybody else yes and just wash your hands and wash your okay. hands nope nope absolutely nope. not Hopefully okay let's move on. by next week we will have 
we will have shut down coronavirus. No, now. that's Some, not what's going to happen. That no. will not be the case. Okay, Rachel, what do you have? Okay, so um, International Women's Day was on Sunday, and uh, everyone always says, why should we only honor women for one day? They do so much every day. Why is it only one day we uh, get? But if we are going to get one day, shouldn't it be a full 24-hour day? How could it be otherwise? Well, we cannot have nice things because it was daylight savings. So International <laughs> Women's Day, which took... Was International 23 Hours? It was a 23-hour day, and it took place just in time for us to see Elizabeth Warren, the best, most qualified, most lucid presidential candidate, drop out of the race. So, great. We get 23 hours. Oh, it was on It was on the day? It was like right after. Was, she dropped was, out on yeah, the day? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't... Oh, my God. Yeah, so we get 23 hours. It's like, happy International Women's Day. There's no women left in the race. You get 23 hours of corporate marketing gimmicks, um, and companies were doing all sorts of dumb shit. But the dumbest, most nopiest nope of all was the um, International Women's Day campaign by the oil and gas company Shell, which announced it was adding an apostrophe in between the E and the double L so that it's like she'll, like she will. And not only... She will what? (laughs) Like ruin the environment? She will frack? She will frack. (laughs) She will destroy the water table. But it was only at one station, one gas station in California changed its name to Shield. Did they actually change the sign or was it just like they wrote it on a cardboard, like Sharpie on a No, I saw a picture of it. They changed the sign for one day and to which I just say, no, she won't. She won't ever. Here's my solution though. They should have given uh, a bonus day. They should have made it leap day, February 29th. So there's like an extra day. Yeah. To make up for the lost hour. That would have been great. That would have been but great. Nope. But no. Nope. But no, we cannot have nice things. No. Well, it's always nope. it's sorry. always March 8th because it's like some sort of like Bolshevik holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Is there like a maypole? Yeah. <laughs> like, the women dance around the maypole. Yes. <laughs> You should go on strike. Like, what is that? Uh, Lysistrata. You should go on strike on International yes. Women's Day. Okay, shut it down, please. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, give me. Can you give me something happy? Yeah. So These I have a dispatch so from the world of fashion, and we always enjoy escaping into fashion for some drama, a little whimsy. But uh, we cannot even do that because there is a trend making a comeback, and it is the coronavirus of trends. I am. Talking about the rise of the bolo tie. Oh no! It had to happen. It had to happen. Ties get <laughs> everything. Wider, they get thinner. Yeah, and no one, no one wears ties anymore. So, like, is it is it like in lieu of not wearing a tie? It's just like a little bit of a tie, just a string. Well, of it's a like tie. a string. You know, for those of you who don't know what a bolo tie is, it's like that country western thing where it's like a string with like a little medallion in the middle up by the neck what is the what is the origins of that like i understand why cowboy boots are for cowboys or wide-brimmed hat but like why do cowboys wear a string around their neck is it like a kabbalah thing i think it uh maybe they needed a string maybe like you know some it's just like (laughs) it's it's a utility tie (laughs) 
could just take it off and tie things together, tie their shoe, you know. Like a lasso. You could have like a baby lasso. Right. If, if your lasso breaks, you just take off your bolo tie and there you have another one. But so Okay, so what what is your what is your evidence that the bolo tie is coming back? So um well the Wall Street Journal was reporting it and you know, as someone who used to write about fashion for the Wall Street Journal, they know what they're talking about. Um and so who is responsible for the return of the bolo? Only our finest living fashion designers, um, Prada, Alexander Wang, um, Saint Laurent, who is not alive but still <laughs> a living brand, <laughs> still <laughs> affecting us from the grave, <laughs> still sending bolo ties from from <laughs> from the nether world, from the underworld. Um, so people like Post Malone, Frank Ocean, Lil Nas X, Megan the Stallion, Nick Jonas, they've all been photographed on the red carpet wearing bolo ties lately. It's insane. I bet it's from I bet it's from Liz Nal, uh, Lil Nas X because of the whole country influence. Right. It's right? from the Old Town Road thing. Yeah, the crossover. Yeah. I mean, it's on Etsy, this this article says that searches of bolo ties have increased 19% in the past 12 months, while on eBay, the sales of bolo ties are up 30% in 2019. Like, like Purell. They should coat the bolo ties with Purell. <laughs> they should just um, corner the market on bolo. We, sh- we should corner the market. <laughs> Price gouging. Take our money out of the stock market and put... Put it in the bolo tie. <laughs> so why is this happening? What is going on here? Um, the journal says that it all goes back to politics. <laughs> there are all these cowboy clothes that have been resurfacing since the 2016 election in which questions of American identity were front and center. So designers are making these embroidered nudie suits. Um, which are basically those rhinestone encrusted getups that country western artists have worn and they're making snakeskin cowboy boots and then of course there's the bolo tie and there's a stylist who told the Wall Street Journal that these western pieces hark back to an imagined quainter time in American history and I say wear your cowboy boots fine wear your nudie suits but bolo ties no they're straight up nope I reject the very premise of the bolo tie and but look at 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 one point we gave a nope like a year and a half ago go to uh to fanny packs we thought it was ridiculous and what do you wear all the time now a fanny, fanny pack. pack but however it was mostly the, we were noping the way the fanny pack was being worn which was diagonally across the chest oh, by I see. by the way i think it was lil nas x who was doing that Oh yeah! Right? Wow, he should be in the fashion. He's hall on of the fame. forefront of fashion. Um, but all I could think of, like, remember that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm in the first season when he goes to like when Larry goes to like a porno dinner with Bob Odenkirk <laughs> and he like runs into someone on the golf course wearing a bolo tie and he tell he later tells Cheryl like I didn't know what to do I see certain items and I recoil in horror. <laughs> Like a trigger. (laughs) And that was his reaction to the bolo tie. Okay, well, let us all as a society then have a collective shudder at the bolo tie and shut it down. Shut it down, no. Just stop it before it starts. Shut it down, no. No, absolutely not. Okay. Nope. 
Um, I have uh, two relatively short items here. We're going to try it, uh, try and keep it quick so we can go back into our self-quarantine hole. Um, we're all looking forward to baseball season starting, except it might be canceled or they might play in empty stadiums. We don't know. Quick story here about a uh, South Carolina team called the Charleston River Dogs. They're a Yankees uh, single-A minor league team in the South Atlantic lead, and they pr- uh, released their 2020 promotional – because you know they have these promotional nights like Hall of Fame night and shit like that. Well, they decided that they were going to have OJ trial night. What does that even mean? What is that? I have the answer. I will read you now the copy from the promotional calendar. It says, the trial of the century gets a juicy new spin. We will finally receive the verdict that everybody has been waiting for. Pulp or no pulp? What? What? (laughs) Okay. Fans will act as our jury. Oh, OJ. Oh, like orange juice? I just got it. Orange juice. But... I guess they meant that. I, I I researched this whole thing, and I assume they meant OJ. But they—that's part of the story. Let me just keep going. Fans <laughs> will act as our jury, as our judge, jury, and executioner, voting with custom paddles to reach verdicts on various topics throughout the night. The eyes of the nation will be upon us. Fans will receive an OJ. This trial is an open and shut case. No pulp. No pulp. I can tell. If, if the shirts don't, if the shirt doesn't fit, you must. See if we have a different size. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Not tasteful in any sense. I I now get finally that they were t- think they were talking about OJ. But what does orange juice have to do OJ. with baseball? Or what does OJ have to do with baseball? <laughs> like this is this is so far afield, literally from the field. It's like so well, they, in the outfield. They... <laughs> oh well, they rolled it back. The uh, the team president Dave Eccles said. After taking a step back and having further reflection on the overall message that was being conveyed, killing the night was the responsible thing to do. Okay. Um, okay. How did they miss this the first time? And it's not as if they like were oblivious to that OJ could also mean OJ Simpson. I mean, they were actively making puns and jokes in the thing from like a misogynistic double murderer. Like, I don't get it. I don't oh, get these people. Absolutely not. No. Maybe it's South Carolina. Shut it Carolina. down. Call us. Call us. Down. What are they? The South <laughs> no, Carolina. No. What? What's this team again? River Dogs. River Dogs. <laughs> River Dogs. Call us before you do another strange promotion. We'll help for, you. For, for, a mod- for a modest retainer, we will come up with a promotional calendar for you that has far more tasteful yet equally entertaining nights. <laughs> Including bolo tie night. <laughs> They'll be our first client. <laughs> <laughs> We've been advertising for two, two and a half years on this podcast for consultant jobs. And finally, we found our prime targets. <laughs> River dogs. <laughs> okay. Shut it down. No. 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 Okay, I have one final topic. Um and Rachel, you're going to like this because this is at the intersection of two of your favorite topics. <laughs> okay. What are my favorite topics? Food, uh, food, and superconductors. Oh, I love superconductors. I'm, I'm, glad, you're, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you remember that. I knew that. you were going to say that. <laughs> well, we went to the – we were basically in the Large Hadron Super Collider yes. together, right? Yes, we were. We, we saw that movie together. Um, anyway, so um, – 
we now more than ever we need superconductors. You can see I wrote this part out. <laughs> we need it for fast charging of our electronic devices. They're going to be key to electric cars. But the problem with them is that they're expensive. These materials, it's like these carbon-based materials, and they act as I'm right. I wrote this down. They act as electro. I didn't memorize this. They act as electrodes when building supercapacitors with activated carbon, carbon nanotubes, and graphene steel. No, well the problem right? is like they they allow electrons to move seamlessly without friction through the superconductor. But the problem is they need to be kept very cold. That's always been the Look at you. bottleneck. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you need a superconductor, call us. Call. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Rachel has all the all the expertise you need. Okay, but they're very expensive. That's the big problem. So scientists scientists in the University of Sydney have come up with a new source of superconductor material, and it is durian fruit. What? Now, if that sounds familiar, sounds smelly, very popular in Southeast Asia. Yes, it is the stinkiest food on the planet. So much so that it can't fly on planes or subways. Naturalist Alfred Russell Wallace. He praised the fruit as, quote, a rich custard, highly flavored with almonds. Um, and But then he also acknowledged that it smells like rotten onions. Now, the stinkiness of it is actually the advantage because there's too much durian fruit. Like, we can't eat all of it. It's so plentiful. Okay. So, <laughs> so let's turn it into superconductors. It's the <laughs> yes, only obvious solution. <laughs> this professor says durian waste is a zero-cost substance that the community wants to get rid of urgently due to its repulsive, <laughs> nauseous smell. It's a sustainable source that can transform the waste into a product to sustainably reduce the cost of energy storage through our chemical-free green synthesis protocol. Okay. So yeah, when in doubt, don't throw it out. But so I, I have some questions. So like when I learned about yes. super superconductors in college they were all like these ceramics because the problem with the superconductors that they have to be close to absolute zero to work but the ceramics were they would work as superconductors at the temperature of liquid nitrogen which is obviously much warmer than absolute zero. But what about the durian? Do they need to be <laughs> frozen? No, the durian, because it needs like a lattice web kind of like semi-gelatinous, like what's that called? Like a sublimating structure. And apparently durian checks all those boxes. Okay. It's not absolute zero. <laughs> I'm, I'm so... <laughs> maybe it maybe it, ho maybe it holds up well to freezing. Maybe like it doesn't smell when it's it cold. Freezer. Maybe it doesn't smell when it's a superconductor. Oh. And so we can have these like maglev trains operating yes, seamlessly over durian fruits. Right, and it won't the trains won't smell like durian though. No, they won't cuz they'll like be kept onions. at absolute zero. <laughs> zero. Okay. There's a lot of logical leaps There's here. A lot of logical <laughs> leaps. <laughs> <laughs> and pretzels that we have to jump through, but we will get there and soon you will see us traveling. <laughs> <laughs> on a on a maglev All train, we'll be levitating <laughs> on uh on wafts of, 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 of durian fruit. Durian Thank you for no. bringing the story to our attention, Brian. This is really <laughs> cutting edge. Thank this you. This is news you can really news you could use. Okay, wow. We started with the terrible, actual terrible news, and we got into some whimsical terrible news, but I'm exhausted, so that means it's time for our yups. These are little beacons of light, little rays of hope that got us through the week. Rachel, I would be honored if you would start. Yeah, so I've been walking around listening to all these coronavirus-focused podcasts, 
And, um, you know, I've been shopping without my bags. And I realized this week that I should really maybe listen to some good old fashioned pop music for some self care. So I put on Lady Gaga's new song, Stupid Love. And I was like, in heaven, dancing my way to CVS to pick up a prescription and hunt for Lysol (laughs) wipes. And this song, let me tell you, it is a jam. It is a delight. It was released on the same day that the New York Times published this op-ed entitled My Ex is Dating Lady Gaga. And even she, the woman whose ex is now dating Lady Gaga, was inspired by Lady Gaga. And the piece made me laugh, but it was mostly a note. But Stupid Love is a yup. And even AJ loved it. <laughs> okay. And uh, he, he, we had a dance party to it. And he thought it was so Why don't I- funny. Yeah. I'll make it our, I'll make it our outro music. Oh, today, awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you could do that, that would be fabulous. Okay, very okay. good. On a similar note, my yup is um, <laughs> a gentleman in China named Pan Shan Tzu. Okay. Who, when faced with the quarantine, he's from Hangzhou, when faced with the quarantine, he didn't just sit on his ass in, in, uh, locked in his apartment eating canned soup. He decided that he was going to run 31 miles in his living room. Wow. Um, he wasn't going to mope around. He wasn't going to let anyone no. tell him what to do. No. No, no one's going to break his stride. <laughs> um, he completed 6,250 laps of track consisting of two large tables set inside his apartment. And he said, I have not been outside for days. Today, I cannot bear sitting down anymore. One lap is around eight meters. I ran 50, ran 50 kilometers. I did it in four hours, 48 seconds. Sweated all over. Feels great. Well, this good man's for you, an man. inspiration in so many ways. <laughs> He shows us all what can be done. (laughs) Let's go in for a run. (laughs) Today's the last day you can run outside. We're all going to be running around our apartment (laughs) soon enough. Um, Okay, that's uh, that's all we got. But before we do, we have not just a public service announcement, but a rare moment of self praise. Yes. um, Yeah. So. We always ask for people to rate us and give us a review. And some people say, I love you guys and I want to write a review, but I don't know what to say. And so I would just say, listen to this and write it down or cut and paste it from Apple Podcasts because it's amazing. So we got this review. This is an actual, this is an actual review that someone wrote. Yes, yeah? we got a five-star review this week from someone named Mount of Africa. Good name. And the headline was, <laughs> love this. And they said... Looking for something between drama and disinformation that will make you laugh out loud while informing as well. Look no further. Be warned, though. Listening with headphones in a public place may make you look like a crazy person. I love this person, yes! Mount of Africa. Yes! Thank I, I you. I have no, nothing to add. Nothing to add. <laughs> right. Rachel, you said it exactly right. If you want to re- leave a review, just copy and paste that into Apple Pocket. Change a word or two so it doesn't look like plagiarism. Or make it plagiarism. I don't care. Just keep Make it your those. own. Make it your own or don't. Just give us a review. We, we love hearing from you. Yeah, yeah. And follow us on social media at Brian Heck, at Rachel D. Uh, write to us. What's our email address? It's this week in nope at gmail.com. Right. So, it hasn't changed. I don't know why I keep forgetting it. Yeah. yeah so just write to us. Um, wash your yeah, hands. Stay safe. Um, you know, don't get too bogged down in uh, all the coronavirus stuff. Listen to Lady Gaga. Take a go for a run in your living room. And uh hope you have a better don't wait, week. Don't wet your pants. Yeah, don't, don't, don't wet your, wet pants. your don't, pants. Don't shake hands with Ted Cruz. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. That's news you can use from us. <laughs> okay. It's been fun to record this. It's been a terrible week. Thanks for listening. This has been Nope. The podcast where we shut it down.